we're going to look at three charts. The gold monthly cup and handle, the silver monthly potential cup and handle, um, and uh, and the silver, we'll call it the big daddy, the one going back to the 70s. Good afternoon. I'm Vince Lancey. It's Monday, December 18th. It's 1 p.m. your time, and this is being recorded at 10.38 uh, Eastern Time in the a.m. Today, we'll be talking about, on the Silver Fix, the cup and handle formation. Let's get to that. Okay. Chris told me that one of um, the subscriber viewers to Arcadia had been speaking with him about uh, the cup and handle formation, which makes the rounds frequently in precious metals and has been making the rounds again um, in silver recently, especially since the gold cup and handle seems to be starting to play out. We're not sure yet, but it is. Um, and I thought it would be a good opportunity to focus on one item and try and lay that out to help people uh, understand what they're seeing and make their own decisions going forward. So what are we gonna do? We're gonna look at three charts today. This is for that subscriber. If you have ideas that you wanna discuss, by all means, tell Chris, leave them in the comments, what have you. Anytime you can give me something to focus on, you're gonna get the best out of this. All right, cup and handle. We're gonna talk about three charts. We're gonna look at three charts, which I have not looked at in detail before. So this is extemporaneous. I'm doing it for the first time, except for the gold one. We're gonna look at three charts. The gold monthly cup and handle, the silver monthly potential cup and handle, um, and uh, and the silver, we'll call it the big daddy, the one going back to the 70s, which is um, which is the most interesting to look at. I'm gonna give you some uh, rules and how to handle these and you can look them up. I would suggest reading the Murphy book or finding a section of the Murphy book that deals in these. Uh, and uh, then you want to uh, read the more modern interpretations so you can get an idea of what direction you want to go with this. So silver cup and handle. Let's start with the cup and handle. The cup and handle is, what is a cup and handle? Cup and handle is, let's go with, let's go with this gold one because it's 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 on the cusp of happening potentially. All right. All right. The cup and handle is the cup the handle, the breakout, potentially. There are specifics that go into these structures. They're not just pretty pictures. And they became pretty pictures after someone said, hey, every time this happens, it goes up. Oh, it looks like a cup and handle. And so they started to look at them now. All right. What is a cup and handle? If you're a technician, and I'm not a technician, uh, but uh, I listen to a lot of them. A cup and handle is a combination of all Technical analysis structures are combinations of smaller structures, okay? So a bull flag is uh, a rally, is, is a trend followed by uh, a pennant or a trend followed by a, a channel. It's all channels and um, volume associated uh, positions. So what is a cup and handle uh, using, that, using that metric? Well, cup and handle is, a rounding bottom, a rounding bottom, a trend, and a bull flag. That's what it is. Now, the rounding bottom used to be called a saucer bottom. And what that was 
uh, identified as, as you go through rounding bottom, you have a market that's a high and it works off. And basically, it's the consolidation on the lows, right? And you're not bullish until you get above whatever your rounding bottom breakout is. And there are volumes associated with these as well. Now, I'm not going to get into the volumes except to say that you should look at the volumes. The volumes make you more or less confident. So, for example, on a rounding bottom, not the whole flag, not the whole um, structure yet. On a rounding bottom, this should have higher volume here than here. Should, doesn't have to, right? But definitely, as the market starts to move up, it should be moving up on heavier volume, not lighter volume, heavier volume. So maybe this is heavy volume getting out, and this is whatever volume it is, but going back up, this volume should not be light. Light volume would be short covering volume. Uh, heavier volume would be fresh money getting in. And then up, uh, above this area, you have your saucer bottom completed. And then the market has, it's basically it's a rounding bottom, right? The op opposite of a distribution top is a rounding bottom. All right. So that's that's the saucer, right? You break out from the uh, saucer and you have your trend. So then you look at this whole thing as a trend and you say, well, what's the handle? Well, the handle is a trend that pauses bull flags and then goes up. So it's a saucer bottom, a trend, and a bull flag. Now, this is not a perfect looking uh, bull flag, but it's like a bull flag with bull flags inside of it, bull flags and bear flags inside of it. All right, the measure of these, the, and these have measures. Now there's volumes associated with the cup and the handle as well. And I'm not sure what they are, but the projection, you get price projections from these. Notice I'm using the word projection and not prediction price projections. If gold were to break out above uh, and maintain above the cup and handle formation, it should be the upside potential. The target should be the distance from the bottom of the saucer to the breakout point added to the top. Now, there's a symmetry to it, and I'm not forcing the symmetry. That's what historically people have looked at it and said, that's your symmetry. Okay, so let's do the gold cup and handle. Now, first of all, you look at it, you say, you have the lip of a cup, the lip of a cup, and you have what appears to be a handle. Now, is this a cup? Yes. Um, what makes it a cup? Well, you have, you have a high and a high. If this high is perfectly even with that high, it's a cup, no problem. If this high is under this high, then it's actually more bullish, okay? This is a cup, when a cup, when the cup of the cup and handle tilts to one side, it's more bullish. When the high is below, so this high is here and this high, let's say this high stopped here before it started to pull back, that's not a cup and handle. And if it did form, you would say, okay, it has qualities of a cup and handle, but it's not a cup and handle, right? So you could get long above this area, but the point is you want it to be the same as this level or higher. Think about it intuitively. I want a new high, right? And then your pullbacks will be will be met with buying in this area and buying in that area. So you have more healthy pullbacks. That's the first thing. The right side should be the same or higher than the left side. The second thing, how much of a pullback is acceptable in a cup and handle? We're not talking about a cup with a big, you know, you know, ear. We're talking about a cup with a with a dainty little petite handle. Well, to do that, you have to do this. Now, this is a subjective part. You take the bottom of the trend. Now, either you're gonna measure the trend from here 
to here. Let's pretend this week didn't happen, this month didn't happen yet. And you're going to say, looking at this, the pullback from the top of the right-hand lip should not penetrate for any meaningful time the 38% retracement. And lo and behold, that this fits those qualifications. That means there are people out there buying this based on that structure. Now, some people may say, I want to look at it from the beginning of where I view the trend is coming. And you can do that. And then you would say, okay, we, we broke it, but we didn't broke it and violate, we didn't break it and violate it for any long period of time. Now, I would prefer to go to the very bottom because the reason the bottom matters is because you're trying to create the symmetry above too, right? This is the section that we rallied and this is going to be the double. So if you were an Elliott Wave type of person, you'd say this is one, two, three. Now, the minimum, I'm giving you a price projection, the minimum is supposed to be from my understanding, from how I was taught, the minimum is supposed to be the depth of the bowl, right? So it can be much bigger than that. It can be, some people will say it can be the width of the bowl too. So it's the, the uh, it's let's say this is, what do we have here? We have um from here to here. So from, uh, let's call it a thousand, right? From a thousand to 1900. So this market should go up 900, 1975. This market should go up $975. And then you do the width. Now, I don't know about this one, but I'm going to throw it out anyway. You do the width and you say, well, you take that measure and you put it this way and you can possibly get another upside target. I think that's a fantasy. I think you want to work with height and height. Anyway, is this a cup and handle? Yes, it most definitely is a cup and handle. Has it broken out? Well, the way I'm measuring it, it has broken out. Meaning I measure from, I measure from body to body, not wick to wick. That's how I measure. If you measure wick to wick for your structures, then this might not be broken out as not enough for you to be bullish. But for me, this is uh, a broken out um, uh, cup and handle, uh, which projects an upside of blank. Now, am I getting long because of the cup and handle? No, but I am looking at it as a, as a, as a projection. Now, from here, I have my bullish bias based on the cup and handle, and then I'm going to work smaller uh, structures to determine where I'm going to tackle to get long. So that's gold. Gold's a cup and handle. Let's go to silver. Silver monthly, right? We'll call it small silver, right? Since we're, we're looking very big picture here. All right, so here's silver. Right off the get-go, I'm going to tell you, if you're looking at, forget this, right? Forget this, right? We're, that's It's impossible to call that a cup and handle. If you're looking say from this to this and saying cup and handle, I'm saying, no, it's not. And it's not a cup and handle because this side is lower than that side, which means you never really had a confirmation of interest. You're rounding bottom, you got a rounding bottom breakout, right, boom, okay. But you fail to make new highs. And so we're still trapped. If you wanna look at it in a big picture way, we're still trapped in a tr price range down here. We're at the upper half of it, don't get me wrong, but we're still, this whole section here, we're below that whole section here. We didn't even breach it the first time. Okay, so this is not a cup and handle by my measures. And it'll be even worse if you use that. Now, if you want to measure the, the, the saucer, we can do that and see what we get. Let's go wick to wick. Wick to wick. And it's held above 38%. Now, if you want to call this, a cup and handle on a wick-to-wick -wick measurement, 
then there's your level. Your level is 22.77. I'm not calling it that, but I'm certainly not going to short it, you know, because it might not be that. This, this is, you know, that's a good level to look at. If you want this to be a cup and handle, you can look at that. But let's break this down in a more, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a less complicated way. Pretend this never happened. Look at this. Up, trend, and now you've got what's ostensibly an extremely long bull flag, right? You can draw your flag there, but it's a really long bull flag. That's not a bull flag. It's too long to be a bull flag. The flag is too big compared to the base. Anyway, I'm not saying this is not, a, I'm saying this is not a bull flag by the numbers, but you saw what I just drew there. 22.75 could be a really important level uh, for people that are looking to buy this. So this, by my standards, is not a bull flag. I mean, a, a cup and handle. Let's go to the big daddy. Here's the big daddy, which I had to look at a little bit. Um, where is that? All right, so I did a silver quarterly, right? And I started to look at, I threw this Fibonacci up there and I was like, okay, there's my level. We'll come back to that. Let me get rid of that. I don't want to give away the ending. Okay, I did a three month, right? Now, this is very ugly. And I think the way to handle this is to go with a log normal scale, log, log, log scale. Yeah, okay, so it's less ugly. We have some room to work with. Okay, now there are, I like to do body to body, meaning this is the top and that's the top. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that, right? It's close, you want, if you wanna be exact, be exact. I'm saying you're eyeballing it, it's close. Wick to wick, if you're a wick to wick person, makes a new hot, that's pretty good. Okay, so this is, has the markings of uh, the cup, okay? Um, if you want to go, uh, now we want to do the move from bottom to top, all right? So we do the Fibonacci. We go from the very low. I'm going to go low wick to start with, to high wick. I don't like wicks, but I'm going to do it because that's what you do. And when you look at it from this point of view, oh, that's right, we're a log scale. That's why it looks so weird. Let me get rid of the log and see what that looks like. Let's make sure we're not crazy here. Okay, so we're getting rid of the log just so I can get the Fibonacci numbers all on the screen. Okay, so according to the Fibonacci number, we're well below the 38% retracement. You're not supposed to be below the 38% retracement. If you want to tell me that it's still a cup and handle because we are still above the 62% retracement, by all means do that. I'm not looking at it that way. Now, it's not all bad news, guys. Here comes the good news. The good news, let's go back to log. I'm going to give you levels and price projections. If this is, I'm not saying it's not a cup and handle yet, if this is a cup and handle. Now, um, I don't want to go wick to wick. I don't like wick to wick. I like body to body. I'm going to go with this body here because that's a high. Right? Now, look at the market. Now look at the market, okay? First of all, that's a cup. That's a cup, whether you go wick to wick or body to body. Is that a handle? Well, it's kind of an ugly handle, but it hasn't seriously broke the 38% retracement. 
retracement, which comes in at 24.50. Now, depending on where you draw, I'll show you what I'm talking about. I'm drawing with, I'm, oh, I'm sorry, I'm supposed to draw body to body. Should be there, okay? So it should be there, right? Or maybe you're, where you draw matters, okay? So I'm saying to you, right now, looking at this formation, it's got more of a chance of being a cup and handle than not being a cup and handle, number one. Number two, I would not, let's torture this just a little bit. Okay, here we go. So I'm gonna give you an assessment that I think is actually decent. And other technicians, well, I'm not a technician. Anyway, we are hovering around the 38% retracement of the complete bowl, all right? If we don't crap out, and we get above my area, which is, you know, roughly, what is that, 25? 25, right? Then I believe there's a really, really good chance of a true cup and handle formation. Now, mind you, this is decades, right? Okay, so if you want to look decades out for a bias, that's fine. I do it all the time. Uh, if we get above 25, and stabilize above 25, then your cup and handle alert goes on, all right? Then you say, okay, we are in a cup and handle formation. We haven't seriously broke the 38% retracement. This saucer or cup is validated, and we now could be in a position to be in a cup and handle. Does that mean we're going up? No, not yet. Once we get above here, you now say it's a cup and handle. There's almost no measure of this that makes it not a cup and handle. You live with that. That's good. Now you say we have to get above, according to my measurement, this peak. So we have to get above $37.80, call it $38. So what can I say going wide to narrow? The next time we're above $50, we're not looking back. That's the first thing. Second thing. When we get up to $38.20, there will be a massive battle. Probably some scrap will come out of the uh, out of the woodwork. I'm not looking at it from that home run position until we get above 25. This is spot. $25. Call it 25.20. Right? So once we get above 25.20 and maintain that level, I'm going to say cup and handle is in play. Now, what does that mean? Well, cup of handles in play. When we get above this, how high should we go? Well, let's measure that. This is where it gets crazy, right? This is where you start to say, oh my goodness. You take the depth of the bowl to the breakout and you add it to the top. All right, so we'll go, we'll get out of the log again, right? Okay, so now if you go wick to wick, it doesn't, it's, it's not, you know, it's not cup and handle. Okay, guys, don't go wick to wick. If you want this to be a cup and handle, you got to go body to body. That's how I look at it. Um, okay, so we're above 25, and now we're saying, okay, uh, and then we get our breakout above that on a closing basis, and the market takes off. How high should it go? Well, we've got, call it 350. I was in the, that's when I started in the market, 350 um, to 38.20. So what's that? Call it 38.50, 350, 30, $35. So that gives us, $35 of upside as a projected minimum target, not a maximum, 
a minimum target, right? So once you get your breakout, people start looking at things what I just said. Your minimum target is $35 above uh, $38.50. So that's $73, $74. When a market starts running, and it's going to run when it does that, it's going to run. You want to start looking at things like Fibonacci. Here's the move, 133%. 168 percent 162 percent 200 percent so a break above so i'll just say this according to the cup and handle a break above 38 dollars gets you um 73 74 dollars that's it at least okay and you're like oh well, that's not enough it's not it's enough because it's not it's top there it's it's probably going to be to, to to quote jordan from the daily gold the daily gold mind you we talk about silver as well. Um, he's like, if silver gets above this area, uh, you will probably have the biggest financial phenomena market ever. And the charts that we, this group of people are looking at right now, this silver three month chart, that gold cup and handle, and even that silver one month cup and handle, those will be charts that the next history books are written about. That's how big these are. Now, I'm telling you, my own personal trading, I don't, when someone says cup and handle, I go, la, 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 where's silver? It's below, this is what I'm doing from now on. Is it above 25? Okay, then I'll listen. Is it below 25? I don't care. In fact, getting a little more tactical about it, we know that 25 is, is my level. You know, I'll have to refine this. I'm going to look at volumes. Remember, we want volumes to be going up. I'm going to say, all right, cup and handle. This is a little bit long in the tooth as a bull flag, but it is a bull flag. Maybe 25 is the first level. Maybe 26 is the second level. So it's like above 25, I get long. Above 26, I get longer. Not, sh- not take profits. Above 27, above 20, above 30, I get longer. Right. So on each level of these being broken, that's a confirmation of further momentum. It's not a sign to take profits. The profits come, you know, your first level you think about is I'll take some profits because that's the all time high. And you always do that. You feed the gods. And then after that, you just laugh because it's going to go to seventy eight dollars and beyond. Uh, That's it. I'm Vince. This is the Silver Fix. Um, again, if you have other structures that you'd like to talk about, uh, I'm not, you know, this is not gospel, but this is how I do it. I just did it in front of you. Uh, and, uh, you should start looking at things like Murphy's technical book and look at things, uh, beyond that. Uh, I read Murphy's technical book, you know, I read Stoudemire's books. So I'm well-versed, uh, in probability engines. It's very options oriented. Um, but I don't consider myself an expert in this area. So talk to other technicians. There are guys out there that really know their stuff. And uh, I'm not going to mention their names here, but they're really good. Again, if you have other structures that you want to talk about, a head and shoulders, which by the way, I am grossly intimate with head and shoulder structures. If you want to talk about different structures or or anything, whether it be options or, or technical analysis, away from the whole stuff that I normally talk about, happy to do it. I'm Vince. This is the Silver Fix. Let's see where the market is. Down 11 cents, 23 spot 74. Gold's up $2. Outgoing. They raised silver and gold margins and the market hasn't crapped out yet. That means the market's not overbought. However, 
the next run up, if they don't get some sort of a cap on it, they right expect to see margins to go up again. Does that mean they're manipulating the market? Of course it does, but they're not manipulating it out of evil, at least in their minds. They're keeping a lid on too much speculative froth. And we all know that at $30, it's way too speculative. And we need to, what's the word? Tamp things down. I'm Vince. Have a great day. Well, thank you, Vince, for today's report. Hopefully that was helpful as he dug into silver and gold a little bit more from a technical perspective today, something we don't do as often on the show, but hopefully that laid things out at least some ideas to look for and how Vince is looking at the technicals of gold and silver. Before we wrap up, did want to thank First Majestic Silver who brought us today's show. And one of the highlights for First Majestic this year is that they have been bringing down their production costs throughout the year with the cash costs in the third quarter dropping from $15.58 per silver equivalent ounce to $14.13 per silver equivalent ounce. And the all-in sustaining coming down from 2152 down to 1974 as they continue to work through the processing of the shutdown of Jarrett Canyon. We'll be having Keith Newmeyer join us on the show later this week. So it'd be great to catch up with him, see what he is seeing in the silver industry, as well as the future for First Majestic. So thanks again to First Majestic for bringing us today's show. Do hope you're having a great day out there, and we will see you again tomorrow.